Welcome to Dress to Manifest, a podcast for ambitious women who are ready to embody their best self through style and make their dreams a reality. I'm your host, Ariel Brittany, a personal stylist and confidence coach with a compassionate, intuitive, and spiritual approach to styling. I help heart-centered leaders and entrepreneurs shine in an authentic, aligned style that cultivates magnetic confidence and joy. Let's dress to manifest. Welcome to the Dress to Manifest podcast. I'm Ariel, and yes, Ariel like the mermaid, Brittany like the pop star. That is what I always love to say to just help people remember my name. And yes, my parents did name me after the Little Mermaid and after Britney Spears. And that is one of my favorite fun facts about myself and speaks a lot about my Aquarius parents, as in they are the best and they are wonderful. So I just wanted this first episode to act as a introduction to me and to help you get to know me and my journey and what led me to this path of personal styling and confidence coaching. So for a young adult, I've made many pivots in my career and I do feel like an old soul. (laughs) I tell people my career history and they're just like, wait a second, those are really different industries or that is wild. I had no idea that you did something like that before. And it's interesting because I am a manifesting generator. If you are into human design, that means that I'm very multi-passionate and a lot of different things light me up. And I really just follow my intuition when it comes to making those life decisions. And every single experience has taught me so many incredible lessons and were so invaluable to helping me create the career of my dreams, which is the one that I have today. First, I'll start from the very, very beginning. And that is when I was a child, when I was a little baby, little baby Ariel, and uh, she was fashion obsessed. I think I came out of the womb in love with fashion. And it has a lot to do with my mom. She is so obsessed with fashion. She has always ingrained and instilled that love in me. But even before I could remember, uh, my parents told me that I used to like put scrunchies on my ankles thinking it was like a little trend I was setting and they have pictures of me doing that. (laughs) I would wear matching hats with my mom, matching outfits, go shopping with her. I had a little coloring book that I, that was my favorite that had all of the different princess dresses, Disney princess dresses, and I would just color it for hours. And as I got older, that love grew only stronger. (laughs) I remember like really wanting a sewing machine, like a tiny sewing machine. And I wish I stuck with it because I do want to return back to sewing, but I only learned the basics and I was in third grade. I had a tiny sewing machine. I would design little clothing (laughs) for my Build-A-Bears, which was my other obsession at the time. And try to literally sell my little tiny Build-A-Bear clothes and just create them for my family's Build-A-Bear stuffed animals. So I guess entrepreneurship was running through my veins at a very young age, even if I didn't realize it. So 
In sixth grade, I remember The Devil Wears Prada became my favorite movie. I would watch it religiously, and even though it did kind of scare me about wanting a career in fashion, I felt really empowered by the idea of fashion just being so much more than clothes. It's an art form. It is art that you wear. It is something that really signifies where you're at in life, what you are feeling internally. And watching that character, Andy, go through her growth process and transform at the end of the movie was really cool to me, even if she went through a pretty grueling experience. I still really carried that story with me, and it resonated with me that fashion could be a signifier of your growth. So another show I would watch a lot in my elementary school age was What Not to Wear. And I think that's also what really sunk in really discovered my love of watching makeovers, of watching people go from, you know, wearing a style that maybe wasn't serving them or didn't even make them happy and then transforming into like this really confident, radiant version of themselves that was just like really happy about this like change in their life and how it would affect other areas in their life positively. That was the first time I think I witnessed the power of real-life makeovers was through that show. And I just would watch it endlessly. (laughs) And by high school, I had thought that my career was going to definitely be writing. I expected to be a fashion journalist or a fashion copywriter. Uh, I loved going on websites and just like reading the descriptions or the copy of uh, certain items where there are, I think it was the brand Mod Cloth, where every item had just like this beautiful story about what that item would feel like when you wear it or like what energy you would feel when wearing this specific dress or this specific jacket and like the ambiance it would set for you and there is just something really juicy about that that like lit me up and I thought that fashion writing in some form was what I was meant to do. So in college I majored in marketing and minored in dance and through that I learned a lot about myself. I learned that I'm definitely a super creative person and I have like a lot of trouble with the more number side of things and to be clear I believe that creativity exists in so many forms I think that we're everybody is creative in their own way um I just mean like the stereotype of the super creative artist (laughs) I grew up dancing playing piano reading writing musical theater was also another love of mine in junior high and high school and of course my love of fashion as I've been saying and it was hard for me to learn or wrap my mind around certain topics like accounting or computer science but it really taught me self-discipline and 
definitely tested and challenged me and helped me grow in college. And I'm very proud of myself for completing that degree and making my parents proud because there's definitely times where I had to take summer school and I am not ashamed of that at all. I think undergrad is really hard and it's such a milestone that deserves to be celebrated. So my very first job ever was actually working at Victoria's Secret and I remember being so excited because not only was like I think the brand was just bigger at the time. It was also a lot less problematic, to be honest. Um, But I loved just helping women choose what they wanted to wear. Like, it was something that didn't 100% click in my brain. But seeing them come in, have their guard up, and then let me know what they needed. And I think that there's just something about my energy where... I tend to be the space holder in a lot of my friendships and relationships, and I love doing that. And with my personality type, (laughs) I'm an ENFJ. I think that it's just really common that people will kind of just open up to me naturally. And I discovered that superpower, I think, really through this job where women would get vulnerable with me I had one customer who was going on her first date after years since she's been divorced and being able to like choose the lingerie for her to make her feel really sexy and confident for her date was really like an honor for me because she trusted me to feel confident as she was stepping into this next chapter in her life. So I really loved that job. I think that it showed me that I have a heart for service and especially for serving women. And the next job I had was the summer before my senior year. It was my fashion marketing internship and it was so much fun. It was in downtown LA and in the fashion district. So I felt like it was like my, ooh, like my big girl internship and I loved it and We did a lot of fun things, like I assisted on a photo shoot, I helped with influencer collaborations, and I did a lot of brand research and just branding things. But I really missed that human connection. And that ultimately, I was a people person. So my next direction after that was into celebrity PR. And I know that feels kind of random, but I was lucky enough to have some opportunities in volunteer work, and that led me to my celebrity PR internship. It was very cool. It was glamorous. I got to go to many events that I was so excited to go to, like the LA Fashion Week. I got to go to red carpet events and help celebrities walk the red carpet and just got to network with a lot of cool people and meet celebrities that I had grown up watching and really respecting and admiring their craft and seeing them in person was super surreal and even more surreal was like being the person who sent them their schedules and pitched them for events and opportunities 
uh, it was very educational and really helped me understand how that side of things worked for celebrities and how that side of marketing functioned and I really enjoyed it but there was just something about the lifestyle for me that wasn't a good fit it wasn't an ideal lifestyle for me and that's because the hours were pretty unpredictable um I wasn't sure when I would be needed for an event and I also just wasn't feeling like that same deep impact that I felt when I was at my first job at Victoria's Secret where I had that one-on-one human connection and I missed fashion even though I knew that the fashion marketing internship was still missing a component of what I expected out of my dream job I still missed fashion (laughs) but because of how the internship made me realize I wanted more of a stable secure type of nine to five job that led me into my next pivot which was assistant brand manager for licensed figurines and giftware i know (laughs) it just sounds so random so what i mean by licensed figurines and giftware i mean like licensed figurines you would see at hallmark like little snoopy figurines disney figurines you would see at disneyland um things like that. I was looking forward to it because being named after a freaking Disney character, I love the idea of working with Disney. I'm a big Disney fan and I thought that brand manager would help me get into some sort of creative mode still but use my writing in a different way, help me utilize my writing in a a very different industry than I was used to and I was just excited to see where that went and you know not gonna lie the stability and just the idea of wow I got this job did entice me because I was the youngest person in the company I was from my knowledge the only woman of color I was certainly the only woman of color in my branch Um, and I just felt grateful to be in the room And I'm sure that a lot of my people of color out there, especially daughters of immigrants, understand that feeling. I wanted to represent. But as time went on, my heart was not in it. I wasn't passionate about my daily tasks. Um, I was responsible for a lot of numbers. And not all of it was bad because the task that I did love most was copywriting. And remember, I did mention my dream job in high school was to be a fashion journalist or copywriter. So I really channeled a lot of my passion into that. But I missed fashion. Creating stories around figurines, especially Disney ones, was an experience I'll never forget. It's one I'm so grateful for. But I knew that feeling like I wasn't fulfilled and also living alone entirely alone because I had to move for this job was to be honest very draining to my mental health anxiety and depression is something that I have been dealing with chronically since I was about 11 years old so it was not my first time experiencing declining mental health but this particular time of my life was one of the darkest times of my life for sure 
I lost my joy for life. I couldn't really recognize myself anymore or find joy in the things that I normally did, like my hobbies, like dance, music, even socializing became a very heavy feat for me. And I realized that my mental health and my well-being was more important than a stable job and more important than adhering to a traditional path of success that I thought I had to follow because I didn't know anything else outside of that. And I wanted to make my parents proud. And I was afraid what people were going to think. So after a lot of back and forth and fighting myself and fighting my intuition, I decided to quit and leave that job after a year. And it was definitely the first decision that I ever made for myself that was entirely made on my own because there are so many external factors telling me that maybe this isn't a good idea and there were definitely close people in my life who were questioning my decision and thinking that maybe I should wait it out or give it some time but it was my intuition was just screaming at me to take the time I needed to heal and I am so glad that I listened to it. I'm so glad I listened to my intuition because that time that I took off to heal helped me really find myself and discover what truly lit me up and it's like as if I had an awakening to who I was and what I wanted out of life. So I decided during that year as I was applying to different fashion jobs because I knew I wanted to get back into fashion that I wanted to have some sort of platform where I could be creative and inspire people by talking about fashion and about mental health and having it be an open forum for whatever was on my mind to share. I just wanted to connect with people I wanted to be a type of fashion influencer that talked about not just style, but about just topics that were meaningful to me and to be vulnerable together and create a community with that vulnerability to support each other. And from there (laughs) is when I discovered my path of personal styling and confidence coaching. The first coach that I hired was an influencer coach and her goal was to help those who signed up for the program monetize their passions and create offers that they were proud of that made sense with their brand and to me the whole online coaching industry and entrepreneurship industry was just so foreign i just knew that i wanted to be creative i wanted to talk about style and talk about what it meant to me and how it could impact people and that's all i knew And from that program, I realized what I wanted to do because it called upon me to reflect on what type of business I could even potentially create that was fashion-related but still dealt with a lot of deeper vulnerable themes that I could help people with. And my light bulb moment came when I was actually watching one of my absolute favorite shows, Queer Eye. I still remember I was watching Queer Eye in Japan with my boyfriend Rad in his apartment 
And I was crying because at the end of every Queer Eye episode, I tend to cry. And he was like, why are you crying? And I told him because it's just so beautiful what they do, how they're able to really compassionately hold space for people and then use their knowledge and their special skill sets to transform their lives completely and I was like god that is my dream job if I could do that I would be so happy if I could do some sort of combination of what Tan does with personal styling and what Karamo does with holding space and really basically coaching the clients or coaching the heroes that's what they call them on the show and I absolutely love that coaching the heroes on the episode then I was like oh I would be so happy if I could do some sort of combination of that job and that's when it hit me personal styling and confidence coaching and I can combine that does that even exist and is this something that I could do because my influencer coach at the time was asking me what type of business could you possibly create and with that reflection in mind and watching that show it really was a catalyst to that epiphany and I remember just feeling chills and feeling this full feeling throughout my whole body and knowing that that was my next step so immediately i went online i found different courses different certification courses and did my research and started my education by taking courses and now i am here of course that's like a shortened version there was a very long path between my learning and where I'm at now. But I wanted to give you a little behind the scenes of how I was inspired and why I decided to embark on this path because it is a niche thing and I feel like every stylist's story is different. And for me, the love was always there. It just kind of felt like I had all of these puzzle pieces and it wasn't until that moment that I saw the full big picture. So after that, I continued to invest in my education and in my own coaches and mentors. And I remember it was hard. (laughs) I had so much imposter syndrome going into this. I actually invested in an imposter syndrome coach after my influencer coach. And she is now my client, which is full circle Uh, Shout out to you, Jill. You are amazing. And that experience really taught me how to cultivate self-trust in myself, to trust that I was worthy of the path that I chose and created for myself. And from there, I invested in my business and life coach, who is just phenomenal. I adore her. Same with my stylist mentor, who is just out of this world, talented, And it really goes to show that every step you take, no matter how big or small, is leading you down somewhere. You just have to trust your intuition and know that every experience is teaching you something. 
that is a huge lesson I learned from my many pivots because without my first job at Victoria's Secret, I wouldn't have realized how much of a heart for service I had for people, especially women. And without my fashion marketing internship, I wouldn't have discovered my very, very strong love for photo shoots and collaboration, but I didn't realize that I needed human connection until that moment because there are so many times where I was in the office just alone doing a lot of research and emailing and outreach. And without my celebrity PR internship, I realized that I needed stability, I needed a lifestyle that wasn't super dependent on a lot of hustle, um, that I need ease and flow and fulfillment, and that despite being in a glamorous environment, I need to feel fulfilled in the impact that I'm making. And through my assistant brand manager position at the licensed figurines and giftware company, I learned that I need to be doing creative tasks that light me up and that when I don't listen to my intuition, my energy gets so depleted. Biggest lesson I learned was being true to yourself is a priority and your mental health is a priority and that when you ignore the signs in front of you and especially that your body is telling you that it is only going to keep demanding you pay attention to it. I learned that the more you ignore your intuition, the more it will demand to be heard. And even if everything else is telling you no, if you know deep in your body and in your intuition and gut that the decision you need to make is right in front of you, then I implore you to take it because I wish that I left sooner sometimes because it just took such a toll on me mentally, physically, emotionally, and I still look back on that time in my life and want to just give that 2018 version of me such a big hug because she was going through it and she was living her life according to what other people expected of her and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. But when you befriend yourself and you explore your passions and get to know what truly lights you up, it just like, it changes your life, I promise. My personal healing led me to want to use my gifts to help others heal. And that is ultimately why I decided to become a personal stylist and confidence coach because personal style is something that always came very naturally to me. Confidence, definitely not. I know what it's like to feel unsure of yourself, to doubt yourself, and to question whether or not you can actually make your goals happen and question if you're capable and if you're enough. I've had all of those thoughts and the way that I have overcome that is through self-trust, through taking a lot of inspired action, and through befriending myself and creating a loving relationship with myself. 
So with all of this healing and knowledge, I just want to spread literally all this love to all of my clients, to anyone who would like my guidance and help. And my favorite way of building that confidence is through style because style in itself is so much deeper than the clothes. It is about how you perceive yourself and we uncover so many narratives about when you dress up every day. That is something you're doing every single day. So I love helping my clients create a ritual of self-love that makes them excited to get ready in the morning and see the reflection in their mirror and be so proud and confident about the best version of themselves they see reflected there. That is my story. That is why I do what I do. I am so fulfilled by my work and by seeing my clients just embody their success. And we have so much fun together. It is a vulnerable process. But it is always so much fun because fashion at its core is fun. It's your self-expression. Style is all about bringing your essence from within and showing people who you are and being in control of the narrative. I love connecting with others. Like you've learned here, human connection, especially one-on-one connection, is my favorite. I'm so excited to be starting this podcast because I've been thinking about it for about a year now. So even as I speak into this mic right now, it feels still surreal. Um, But thank you so much for being here, for listening. I'm sending you so much love and I can't wait to share more here on this podcast with you. If you need guidance with your personal style, I'd love to help you with my one-on-one personal styling and confidence coaching services. Whether it's for an event, your everyday style, or a brand photo shoot, we get you ready to embody your next level of growth with true-to-you outfits you absolutely love. Check out my website at www.arielbrittany.com and follow me on Instagram at arielbrittany. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.